Hello, my name is Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It. Well, here we are in the throes of holiday stress. So today we're going to talk about managing holiday stress and family conflict, because especially this season of this year, there is a greater possibility of having a very challenging holiday with friends and family. So today I'm going to share some tips I've gathered along my long journey in life uh, that I have collected for the media. Uh, whether it's been radio stations, television, you name it, I have different strategies to navigate this season. So let's first talk about some of the reasons this is going to be an especially challenging holiday season. Number one, post-pandemic anxiety. We still have studies coming in that are showing that this pandemic anxiety is still here. People stayed home for a very, very long time. So getting out with family for the first time, out in the public works for the first time can cause huge anxiety. So understand that most of the people that show up wherever you are, it's going to be anxiety-ridden, and it'll also bring up their psych issues. Next is the political divide. Our current political climate has everybody on edge. We just went through another election cycle. So sometimes it seems like every possible topic goes into red or blue column, okay? We've become like a bipolar, check that box red, check the box blue, what you're talking about. So find neutral things to prevent holiday conflict. Talk that can be exhausting. You can be anxious around the dinner table and also distant and annoying family members. Woo! Fortunately, whether you identify as Democrat, Republican, or Independent, you can find common ground to have a peaceful holiday. Next, money's tighter than ever. Everyone knows uh, the past told that in, in inflation is taking on us because of the pandemic and coming out of that. And this is a global thing. So it's really hitting our wallets. This makes the holiday season more stressful than ever. And last but not least, the stress of the holiday season, even though we're excited about holidays, it also is a time for anxiety, you know? Um, it, and, you know, the more people you have in your family, And the more people you're involved with, the higher chance of something happening during the holiday season, and we all know it. Uh, Our family is very split uh, uh, along political lines. Some of us have become estranged and won't even show up anymore just because of politics. It's broken my heart, but there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, And estrangement is huge, and that especially comes up during this holiday season. So now that you know why, let's get some tips on how to avoid political minefields. Okay, so first we're going to talk about how to avoid political minefields in this holiday season. Number one, set the rules before the holidays, which means we've already passed Thanksgiving, but before uh, the Christmas Hanukkah season. Don't wait until the day of the dinner to resolve family con- you know, conflicts. Start having an open-hearted conversation with your crazy uncle now. In fact, I would send a mass email to everybody who's coming to whoever's house And let everyone know that this holiday will be a politics-free gathering. Come up with ground rules together. Pass it around on your email. Make sure everyone reads the email and promises to follow the, quote, holiday treaty. Make sure you ask them to RSVP to your holiday treaty so everyone's on the same page and there's no excuses of, huh, that must have been in spam or joke. I didn't get it. Nah. Everybody's got to respond. Everybody, you know, is in the same treaty. No matter what happens, we're not talking about politics. Next, come up with a safe word. A politics-free dinner sounds great, but there are going to be slip-ups. And if you have too many of those, a whole argument can happen and your little agreement will fall apart. 
if one of your family members starts tilting the conversation towards politics, and I'm especially thinking of one of my brothers right now, remind them that they signed the agreement and have a code word prepared for something simple like minefield. (laughs) So right as you put those mashed potatoes in your mouth, look up at Joe or Jeff or whoever that person is and go, minefield. So next, think before you speak. Uh, To truly keep the peace, it's important to be mindful and police your own thoughts and words. So for an example, when you're looking at Uncle Joe or whoever that person is, you feel your heart rate go up a little, you feel your teeth start to clench, go, okay, I know what this is. Get up, go take a deep breath, do whatever you need to do. Do a guided imagery, a mantra. But before you bring up a topic of conversation, ask yourself whether or not your words could lead down the wrong path or be taken the wrong way. And then next, take note of your behavior. It's just not your words that can cause conflict. It's your behavior. Stay calm and avoid raising your voice. If you feel yourself getting angry or frustrated, take, get, go. Go somewhere. Take some deep breaths. Listen to a bird sing. Um, and especially me, I'm very emotive and kind of an empath. So my body language and my facial expressions is what I've been told. I don't have to say a word. And most of us are like that. So... Okay, watch your facial expressions, what you're doing with your body, because body language is very powerful. Next, talk about gratitude. If there's th- if things go quiet around the table, talk about what you're grateful for. Seems like a cliche, but it truly is a mindful, loving way to bond with your family. It can also relieve tension and lead to great other conversations. And you get to learn a little on a deeper level about somebody else that you love. And listen and be respectful. Last but not least, I learned this from my Buddha, my little Buddhist teachings. Listen and be respectful. Listening is a humbling, mindful practice. Show that you care for the other person by being respectful of their opinion. Listen carefully to what the other person has to say without being defensive. This is the best way of preventing family conflict. Next, let's talk about dealing with difficult relatives during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Millions of us look forward to the holidays, but there's always something we dread. The holiday shopping rush may be it, hectic traveling schedules, high expenses that you're going to pay for in January, hostile relatives, any of this can happen. So seeing your family during the holidays can be both a loving and a trying experience. So um, there may be relatives you aren't looking forward to seeing or having conversations or they're like a loaded gun with what the little comments they make. So make your holidays as cheerful as possible with these little simple tips. Create a game plan. I love this. I always do it. Be prepared for arguments and outbursts um, because and how is the best way to avoid dicey situations. When you have a plan in place, stick to it. You know how to address certain topics and which family members. Now, remember, this is also seated around the table. You know, maybe you want that uncle or somebody to go to the zoo. We live in Atlanta. Go to the zoo. Go down to the aquarium. Go to Lenox or Phipps Mall. You know, have a little strategies of little time break. Some people like to walk. Hey, uncle, go for a walk. Spending too much time with toxic people can open up old wounds. I promise you it will or lead to arguments. So have distraction distractions on hand so that, you know, you can text a family member, engage in f- uh, smartphone apps, a plan. Okay. So pre-plan it so you won't be shocked. And this happened to me. We had a little gathering. I hadn't seen my strange brother in a long time because he's politically entrenched in this interesting philosophy. He shows up. His body language was terrible. There was nothing I could do about the body language, even though I told him. 
And then something happened and it just oozed out of him. He couldn't help himself. So I immediately went up and said, minefield, minefield. You have to, I'm the, I'm the queen. You have to go outside um, for five minutes and you can't come back in. So he did. It was good. It worked. And remember, hot button cautions. Some subject areas are left untouched. Um, and again, consider talking beforehand, you know, make sure that you're on the same email and put off-limit discussions, religion, certain family members, politics. And for us, I'll give you a perfect example. My mother died and one of my brothers stole the ashes and he put them on his mantle in his living room. Well, okay, it's okay. But there are six other human beings that wanted them either, you know, a gravestone, maybe in a park, maybe the favorite place my mom liked in the ocean, but he grabbed them, stole them, and took them. So anyway, point is, now it's been many, many years, and we want the ashes at a, at a you know, an appropriate, respectful place. This is a hot button issue. Hot button meaning, you know, these people are crazy about this hot button issue. So whatever you do, say we're not talking about mom's ashes, okay? Be honest about it. Recognize, you know, you not, might not be able to change the mindset, but put it out there and say, we're going to put that on hold because even though we do have to talk about mom's ashes, we're not doing it over the holiday season, okay? So just put a pin in it. So I'm just giving you a perfect personal example of us. It's the season. It's the season of love, gratitude, compassion. Be charitable. Oh, my God. Uh, we give away so much money this month, and it's so wonderful. We don't really need anything. So I ask people to give to an animal shelter because they're short on food this time of year. Or whatever your favorite charity is, I don't care. But just, you know, tis the season, put your best foot forward and, you know, practice the, the you know, the attitudes of gratitude and love and compassion. Okay, this is, it's only three weeks left, so try to do it. <laughs> Next, create a survival kit. Be prepared for every contingency. If you have a feeling that things are going south, then have a survival kit on hand now. In my survival kit, it, it, well, now you can pick anything you want, but in my survival kit, I keep my favorite mug that has this hilarious saying on it. I have inspirational books in both bathrooms and one in a closet. I um, have my tea ready, which I love, and emergency chocolate. Yeah, I just went to CBS and bought a bunch of chocolate and filled the dishes with different kinds of chocolate because God knows I love it. So for me, these are my survival kits. Also, walking outside. I'm a nature freak, so I know exactly where I'm going to walk, and I have my dog's leashes by the front door. So, and if the issue requires drastic measures, take a break. Go for a walk, take a drive, whatever you can do. And again, try to put a pin in it with them and say, we'll talk about this next month on a Zoom. Last but not least for this particular group, you are the CEO of your home, okay? It's your chapel. It's your cathedral. If things go south, you don't have the, you know, you have the right to reject anybody. I'm very serious. If someone on the ship can cause the ship to go down and sink, I say throw them overboard, okay? But last but not least, here are some holiday stress tips from me, okay? There's always too much food. Cut back on what you're going to prepare. Holidays are a big occasion, but you can't make 10 favorite casseroles, congealed salads. Sometimes, we, most of us, we just make too much food. And as you come up with a menu for your meal, make sure to ask yourself, do we really need this dish? Now, I did this particular one this Thanksgiving, and I got rid of two dishes and nobody even missed them. And one was a very complicated casserole that took forever to make. I was really happy. Okay, so for example, if you're already cooking green beans, do you really need a green bean casserole? You should save yourself a lot of trouble by paring down your menu, ask people 
to bring their favorite dish, but make sure you write it down so you know everybody who's bringing whatever, okay? Because Or else you have people show up and go, nobody made mom's dressing or mom's casserole. So this isn't, nah, make sure ahead of time who's bringing what and you. Most people are very proud of their favorite holiday dish. Very proud. They love to show off their prize dish. Next, second, I thought I could do all this. This is me this year. I thought I could do all this. Yeah, I had too much ambition for the holiday planning, okay? But don't sweat it. It's time to start delegating. Call a friend, you know, have a gathering. uh, Pick up ice, you know, ask them to pick up ice from the store. Go buy, buy a pound cake. And again, I always suggest sending out a newsletter, So everybody involved is on the same page. I hate surprises. And it lowers the surprise upsets. Also, your friends and relatives will love to have their input of what they want to bring, what they want to love, because then they're not anxious going, okay, is Kathleen going to do that again? No, everybody knows ahead of time. And when there's no time to decorate, decorate your home, holiday, no worries, get the kids involved if you have them. And if you don't, pare down. I'll tell you, I had 10 Christmas de- huge Christmas decoration boxes. I looked at them downstairs before I pulled them out of the storage unit, and I only brought two up. I didn't put balls on the tree this year because it was just too exhausting. And a bunch of other stuff. Do you think my daughter noticed my daughters? Do you think anybody noticed? My husband was very happy. So, okay, so we can cut back on the decorations some, seriously. And, um, you know, put decorative glass bowls and vases. And here we go back to the chocolate. Put lots of chocolate out. I love it. Next, why did I invite Uncle Louie? People drink a lot to welcome in the holiday season. And and in my family, we have some card-carrying alcoholics. And I mean, whoo, they drink before they get here. Then they, and if I don't allow alcohol in the house during this particular season, which I'm not, then they go to the back porch where they keep their liquor or back on the back porch. Okay, but choose a buddy, a sibling or a friend to get on the same page about any particular person. I especially have a sister who's, oh God, alcoholic. And when she goes down baby and descending, it can be scary. So um, she wore a strapless dress one year and a a cute little dress, but um, the dress fell down. She didn't have a bra on. And so, uh, you know, one of my sisters said, hey, uh, she's out in the back and, uh, we're having a little breast exposure experience. So get a friend or a sub- sibling to say, okay, let's keep an eye on them. <laughs> and when their behavior starts to shift, don't wait till it happens because that was a mess. Next, I'm exhausted. It's easy to get overwhelmed during the holidays because there's a lot to do. And you know what? We spend four times our usual you know, cooking stuff. We spend four times as much time cooking and preparing meals during the holidays. Okay, and we also spend a lot more time eating and socializing. Now, if you don't think that'll get you exhausted, I have news for you. Then, if you're going to travel, add time spent traveling, decorating. Whew, you feel the pressure rising. Okay, go for a walk again. I'm a big walker. Walk the dogs around the block. Go. We have this little bench out in this little tiny park beside our house. Go sit there. Take a break. Okay, it reduces stress. So, I hope... Some of this has helped, okay, through many holidays and having estranged people and alcoholics and and a few nutcases in our family. I've had been herding cats for most of my life. So know you're herding cats. That's why I said things like, hey, plus, if you send the newsletter out, this happened a couple years ago, pre-warning what you're not going to talk about. I have one brother who said, well, hell, if I can't bring up the subjects I want to bring up, I'm not coming. Well, guess what? He didn't come. 
and it was the most peaceful holiday we've ever had. So, you know, you can only control what you can control, and this is your life, your season, your whatever. Be you. You know, like I say, be me, be you. Because you need to have more fun, more love. Celebrate this holiday season more than ever. For God's sakes, we've been through COVID. Think of all the people that have died. I mean, we, you know, this RSV, all these illnesses. And I ended up in the hospital with RSV. God almighty, so did my grandchildren. I mean, whew. And then my husband's a medical doctor. My daughter's a medical doctor. They've got more flu and RSV and ugh, COVID, you name it. Everybody's got it. So have some fun. You're, you're in charge of the fun train, okay? You're the, you're the captain. You're the engineer. Whatever you want to do your image of, come on, okay? We survived the pandemic, the loss, anxiety, sadness, emotional hurdles. Now, this is time to have meaning, fun, and more love in your holiday season please. So if you have any more questions, please email me or comments uh, and uh, go to the website, contact us, write me a note, and I promise I'll get back to you. And remember, it's not just a tagline. The Mindful Living Network, we really believe in in our, our commitment to entertain, to educate, and enlighten you. Please, to make your life more joyful, meaningful, purposeful, fun. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those things, please follow us. And we have a great newsletter. Go to our website, O-U-R-M-L-N.com, OurMLN.com, or MindfulLivingNetwork.com. And uh, I love our newsletter. It's very sweet, very great, happy news. And then we have a meditation room. It's called The Meditation Room on YouTube and on our site, The Mindful Living Network. And you can take three minutes and lower your blood pressure, heart rate, your sed rate, your, boost your immunoglobulins, get your health back in just two to three minutes. You know, listen to the wind blowing on Mount Fuji and look at that cherry tree we have. Uh, go to a bird sanctuary and watch the uh, hummingbirds eat. Uh, we have snow on a mountain falling and you feel like it's all over your face. So we have all kinds of oceans. I love our meditation room. So try, check it out, please. And if you have any suggestions, again, hit the contact us and let me know. So... We love you. Happy holidays. It's your time. Relax. Don't be exhausted. Uh, Eat good food. And remember, um, life is very fragile and very short. And uh, I'm on the farewell tour. We really all are. But, you know, I'm on the farewell tour. So I'm savoring every breath, every moment, every raindrop. And I hope you do too. Thank you for the privilege of sharing your time with me. I am Dr. Kathleen Hall. And this is The Way I See It.